Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, episode 121, Leading Into Your Purpose, Lessons from a Top Franchise Owner. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of growth and success. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And right across from me, as always, is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Hi, Pam. As always, it's a real pleasure to join you again for another episode of Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. And as always, the purpose of our podcast is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for visionary leaders to take themselves and their companies to the next level of growth and success. And as part of our purpose, we're going to continue our listener outreach by conducting our second Growth Igniters radio poll. You will be able to see in real time how you compare with your peers on questions related to this week's topic. It will be accessible through both text messaging and through the web, and we'll tell you more during each of our two breaks. So, Pam, This week, we're talking about leading into your purpose. That's right. You know, there's abundant research showing that living into your purpose has positive outcomes in every aspect of our lives. Yeah. Now, when we make it possible for others to join us on that journey, that's what I call leading into your purpose. Right. And it's even more impactful. And our guest this week is someone who exemplifies this. She is Stephanie Howe, a registered nurse who is the top franchise owner in the U.S. of Comfort Keepers Home Care Franchises. Stephanie is committed to assisting not just the elderly, but anyone needing home care services in order to continue living safely at home. Now, her bio actually incorporates the story of her purpose, so we're going to go right over to our conversation. Stephanie, welcome to Growth Igniters Radio. Thank you so much. Your story is so inspiring. Let's talk a little bit about that leadership journey from nurse to the top franchise owner in the U.S. of Comfort Keepers Home Care Franchises. So what influenced your decision to change your career path? Well, you know, there's been so many things that have crossed my path in general. And, you know, I was a typical nurse working in a hospital. I was delivering babies and missing Christmas morning with my children. You know, um, nursing is such a wonderful field because there's so many things mm-hmm. you can do, but, it, but it's very challenging. And when I um, had my twins 14 years ago, I was fortunate enough to be able to stay home with them for the first year. And, you know, I'm a worker, like I love to keep busy and I loved my babies, but I, I just was dreaming and thinking of what else could I do. And in my background, um, I grew up with a parent with chronic progressive multiple sclerosis. And mm. I think that's probably the biggest thing that impacted so many things that I've done in my life. And, you know, he suffered horribly and 
we did end up, I, I was quite young. I was 11 years old when, when he was diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And we ended up having a living caregiver in our home. And back then there, there wasn't comfort keepers. This is actually a relatively new industry. And mm-hmm. so there was nothing regulated. And I don't even know how my mother found the, the gentleman that lived with us, but it turned out to not be a great, a great experience. And he ended up going into a nursing home when he was 44 just because oh. we couldn't keep him at home. There wasn't enough money. It, it, just, it, it was just so hard in so many ways. And when I was 26 years old, I was also diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And you know, the first thing I thought of was, oh my goodness, I, I don't want this to happen to my now young family. I had just two wow. kids at that point. So, so that's definitely what sparked the idea. In fact, I actually thought I had come up with the idea <laughs> which was very funny. I was so naive. Um, come to find out there were many people that had already started these businesses and had started franchising them as well. So I just, I took a chance and, and just kind of took a leap of faith and, and started it. Wow. So tell us a little bit more about Comfort Keepers. Uh, what led you to decide to become a franchise owner and especially with them? Um, well, I've had so many people say to me, why didn't you just start this on your own. And just knowing my background, you know, I was a nurse. I, and actually Mm -hmm. had gone to a hospital-based program. So I didn't even have a bachelor's degree. I had never taken a business class. I was just kind of figuring it all out as I went, which isn't a typical (laughs) way to to get businesses up and running. But um, I, you know, I ended up just doing some research and looking at franchising books because I knew that I needed someone who had already done this that could kind of hand me a handbook and say, this Mm -hmm. this is how you do it. Go. And I did call several of the companies. And this one was started by a registered nurse similar to myself, actually. You know, she was kind of just doing home home care, home health care. And her clients would say, oh, honey, can you, can you bring me some milk on your way in next time? And Medicare didn't cover things like that, you know, to do those kind of visits. So, so she's the one that got the idea to start this. And everyone at Comfort uh-huh. Keepers is so lovely. Every person you talk to, you know, you just fall in love with them. So it actually was a pretty easy pick. So it was a match that was bound to be. And that was uh, about 2005? Yes. Yep. I started my first franchise in April 2005. Okay. So fast forward and you've grown your business substantially over the years. You have these franchises in two states, New Jersey and Maryland. And so a total of five, five offices, right? That's right. And recently Comfort Keepers honored you for the second year in a row, I understand, for running the most successful office in their franchise. Now, to me, many people might have stayed with just one office. I mean, this is a big challenge. What led you to decide to expand and to keep on growing? So that's actually a pretty interesting story. I bought my second franchise just a year after the first. And I wasn't ready to own another office. Um, it was a startup. There was no, no one else there you know, to buy from, like an existing business. But I knew the area was just full of so many seniors that were going to need our help. And you know, I joke about it now with the, the leadership and comfort keepers at the 
the um, franchisor level, you know, I was like, well, you know, I kind of bought it like a beach house and I knew I would figure it all out and fix it up. (laughs) Wow. And they came back to me several years after I bought it and said, Stephanie, it's time. You have to fix the beach house. You can't just sit on this thing. So we ended up, you know, developing it. We put a real office there and it, you know, as I suspected, it, it grew very quickly. I'm trying to think what year this was. I'm going to say it was probably 2012, maybe. So it was many years after I bought it. And I, I finally had started to put all the pieces together and figure out how to run these things and actually make money. I didn't, I didn't pay myself for at least six years because there was no money to mm. pay myself. Because quite honestly, I, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I was still just figuring it all out. So, mm-hmm. so once I, I figured out the recipe, I started um, buying franchises around me from owners who were um, not successful and not willing to put in the time and the energy to do what needed to be done to, to get the offices going. So that's how I ended up with the two additional franchises here in New Jersey. And the one in Maryland is actually three hours from our home. And mm-hmm. that was an owner who unfortunately was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And I was in a oh. business group with him. And so it just kind of made sense. I, I actually knew everything about his business already. So I ended up purchasing that from him. And the great news is that um, he survived pancreatic cancer, which is oh, so wow. some consulting work for the uh, Canadian franchisees. So he's still in in the comfort keeper system, which is which is pretty cool. So what's next on the horizon then? Um, well, at this point, it's funny. You know, we we knew that we were so close to being um, top revenue for the franchise. So you know, everyone kind of pulled together and you know, just do what we can. Let's you know, let's bring the revenue in, and which was a very big lesson for us. Because we definitely lost a little bit of the quality. You know, it, it's funny what greed will do to you. You have to be careful. Mm. So at this point, you know, now, you know, second year in a row, we're still the top franchise, which is really fun because, you know, anyone that knows me, like, you know, I'm just like a, I'm just a nurse. Like, I'm just this girl that, you know, <laughs> owns these franchises. I don't, you know, particularly look like a super business person. And I stood up in front of the franchisees at the annual conference last year and just kind of told a little bit of my story. And I said, the fact that I'm standing on this stage receiving this award, if I can do this, you can do this. Really. You just you just have to figure out the best way for you. And it, it's just been so great to be such a leader in so many ways, because now I have people that reach out to me and I'm happy to help them. So What's next on the horizon for me is getting back to quality in our in our business, and, and um, so we're doing that through training. We actually opened up a caregiver academy last year. It's right next to our, mm. our main office in um, Central Jersey. So we're we're actually able to train caregivers both skills and we you know I, everyone that works in my business, you know they kind of, they share my philosophy, you know. Just be nice to everybody, (laughs) you know, and um, it's a tough business for these caregivers. It really is. So we're trying to infuse kindness along with all of the great skills that that we can teach them. And they can actually sit in our office and take the state board for New Jersey. 
So living into your purpose created an entirely new path for you and for all the people that work with you. I think it did. I think it did. So we're going to talk more about that, but first we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Stephanie Howe, the top franchise owner in the U.S. with Comfort Keepers, about the benefits that can come from leading into your purpose. Stay with us. This is Growth Igniter's Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. We're brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, and we enable visionary leaders of successful companies to become more successful even faster. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. Welcome to our Growth Igniters Radio poll. In our first segment, we've been talking about leading into your purpose. During this break, we're asking the first of our two polling questions. Ready? How confident are you that you can clearly describe your own purpose in this world? Answer the multiple choice question and you'll get instant feedback on how you compare with others on this important issue. You can answer via text messaging or through our website. Either way, go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 121 and click take polls under the resources section. Be sure to act today because time is limited. This poll will be open only between August 30th through September 5th, 2017. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. We're talking with Stephanie Howe, the top franchise owner in the U.S. with Comfort Keepers, about leading into your purpose. Stephanie, how can people find out more about you and about Comfort Keepers? Comfort Keepers, the main website is just comfortkeepers.com. And my particular location where um, really all of our offices filter through, um, if you just do a search on Robbinsville, R-O-B-B-I-N-S-V-I-L-L-E, my my face and all my the lovely faces that work with me will will come up. So that's probably the best way. And also you can find out more in the resources section for this episode by going to growthignitersradio.com and selecting episode 121. Now, Stephanie, in a recent article about your award, you mentioned that after you became a business owner, you found out that you had a lot to learn about business. And we talked about that in the first segment. Now, to me, this is a tough transformation for anyone. What kept you motivated as you were growing into your role as a business leader? So probably the turning point for me was um, about 2010, I had joined a performance management group through the franchise. This was a new offering through um, through Comfort Keepers where different franchisees from all across the country would get into groups and pretty much become each other's board of directors. And I stood in front of the board of directors, my, my new board, and I was so proud because I was almost making a million dollars, you know, and I had enough money in the bank account to make payroll every week. And the CEO of Comfort Keepers at the time was one of the facilitators. And he just kind of looked at me and said, Stephanie, um, okay, you're bringing in a lot of money, but you're watching it go right back out the door. I assume you, you got into this to, to make a little money for your family. And I said, oh. well, you know, yeah, <laughs> that'd be nice. And he said, the word that comes to mind, Stephanie, is unsustainable. You're not going to make it. And I was like, Ooh. shocked. I was shocked. 
And I, wow. and I swear before, I just, I was naive. I didn't know. Oh, you know, I don't want to charge the, the elderly clients too much money <laughs> because oh. they're old and they're old. And, you know, how can a caregiver live on $9 an hour? I'm going to pay her more, you know, and in just my being naive and trying to be a good person, I almost put myself out of business. So that group, um, we as a group dismantled my financials and the business and they helped me put it back together and they helped me get to where I am. And it's funny because now, of course, I'm, I don't, I mean, several million above most of them annually, but mm-hmm. I still stay with this group. I've been invited to go to different groups for the, the higher revenue franchises. And I chose to stay with this wonderful group of people because they changed my business and they, they taught me, you know, I didn't even really know how to, to get a gross margin. And I imagine a lot of small business owners don't know how to calculate your gross margin. You know, I didn't, I had never even heard of it. So mm-hmm. what kept me motivated, and this has definitely been throughout my, my journey as a business owner, is the people around me. They kept me motivated. They, they just, they encouraged me and they said, we're going to help you. We're here for you and you can totally do this. And they were right. And they, they're amazing. And so now I, they, they look to me. Okay. So we know we taught you how to do it, but (laughs) what exactly did you do to, you know, because the transformation from 2010 to 2015 was enormous. And so the act of becoming a real business owner and learning how to do it well enabled you to really live into that purpose of helping people and sustaining people who really needed it. And as you said, you had the people around you guiding you and bringing you up along the way. And so this leads to the next question, because not only do you have your peers, but you have the people who work with you. And attracting the right people in any business, <laughs> in any industry, is a real challenge. And we know that in home care, getting and keeping the right people as employees, as caregivers, is really a tough challenge. So how do you inspire them? How do you bring the people who work with you up to handle the, these really difficult aspects of caregiving so that they stay with you and they don't burn out and they are kind and good for the people that they help? I would venture to say that if you asked any, any owner of any home care business, they would say that this, this question right here is the absolute biggest challenge that we face. Yeah. You know, now we have caregiver shortage issues on top of this issue that that we're talking about. So as far as um, inspiring them to, you know, because it is a tough job. It's it's a very tough job. You know, most of our clients have some some sort of dementia, and you know, they're not themselves anymore, and they say things to our poor caregivers that they shouldn't say to them. You know, hurtful things. The best way that we've been able to keep our turnover down, to keep our, our caregivers happy, starting there, for the first three months, we don't allow them to have direct deposit, not as a punishment, but more so, we want to see them. We want them to come in because in home care, it's very interesting because even though they're all our employees, they're almost like little islands, little independent contractors just doing their own thing. 
out there, you know, one-on-one with these clients. So we bring them in for payday to pick up their paychecks so we can, we can look at them in the face and say, are you okay? How's it going? You know, we love you. Let's have a bagel. <laughs> you, know, we always, you know, we want everybody to come see us as much as possible because it, it is a huge challenge trying to, to maintain control and make sure people are happy because things can be happening out there and you don't know it if you, if mm-hmm. you don't keep in touch with them. On the next level is the administrative staff. It was really the front line in supporting all these caregivers. All of them are high burnout positions as well because we have to be on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week for a caregiver call out. And of course, the larger you get, the more often that happens for any issue, if there's a, an injury in the home, anything, and, or, you know, or new business. And our, our philosophy is, someone calls looking for help, we will take that at any time and we will address it as soon as we possibly can. So mm-hmm. it's been my job really to support the administrative staff and just make sure I've got good, strong managers in place so that they, they can handle all of this. It's a lot. It's a tough business. It's so rewarding, but it's so tough. But it sounds like the idea is to be supportive and to also help them to see that bigger purpose for why they're doing it. So as one of the top franchisees, and in fact, the top franchisee in the U.S., you have been influencing other franchisees, as you were saying, through the Comfort Keepers National Advisory Board. Now, based on your own successful leadership journey, how do you see your business continuing to grow? And how do you see your purpose continuing to guide you on that journey? Um, it's been very humbling the last year or so because we experienced a great deal of growth when we, we bought these other franchises, the last three, because they were all up and running. So they were instant revenue. So our growth was enormous, you know, 50 to 80% year over year. So now, you know, we're in the year that, okay, so there's no big jump in um, revenue come in, like a big block of revenue. We, we have to grow it now. And now it's now it's big. So it's a lot harder to grow a 10 plus million dollar business by 20 percent. You know, so I'm having to accept, oh, OK, so maybe we're just five percent growth this year, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. the lowest amount of growth we've ever had in in the history of, of our business. So I see it continuing to grow, not at, at leaps and bounds like it has been, but again, growing, but with quality. And that's, I think, at the, the very heart of why I even started this business, so that people can stay at home and not have the experience my family did, you know, with my dad. So just get great quality caregivers. We're at this, you know, very large business now, and we still want every client to feel like they're our only one. And that's, that's hard to do. You know, that's, um, that's a big challenge, but that's, that's where we're headed. It's important. So growth with quality. Yes. So we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Stephanie Howe, the top franchisee in the U.S. with Comfort Keepers, about actionable steps you can take now to lead into your purpose as you keep growing your company. Stay with us. You're listening to Growth Igniter's radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. 
Brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. On the web at businessadvance.com. In our last segment, we were talking about creating more opportunities for your organization by living into your purpose and leading into your purpose. So here's our second question for you. How confident are you that as a business leader, you're leading into your purpose? Answer the multiple choice question and you'll get instant feedback on how you compare with others on this important issue. You can answer via text messaging or through our website. Either way, go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 121, click take polls under the resources section. And be sure to act today because time is limited. This poll will only be open between August 30th through September 5th, 2017. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. We're talking with Stephanie Howe, the top franchise owner in the U.S. with Comfort Keepers, about leading into your purpose. Stephanie, can you tell us again how we can find out more about you and about Comfort Keepers? Um, The best way really to get any information about Comfort Keepers is just going to the website, comfortkeepers.com. And wherever your location is, if you have a loved one or just looking for information in your area, you just have to type in a zip code or a town and and then names and numbers will come up. Okay. And uh, of course, you can find out more in the resources section for this episode by going to growthignitersradio.com and selecting episode 121. So we're at the part of our episode where we get into what we call the immediately actionable ideas that our listeners can use in their own businesses so they can stay true to their purpose as they keep growing their companies. So let's talk about three, three ideas here. Stephanie, what would be the first one? What I would say is to always just stay on top of the details. It's so easy to get bogged down when you're in the trenches and you know, you're just trying to keep things afloat. But it, I mean, it is absolutely so important to always be looking at your financials. And if you aren't sure how to look at them and really get good data from them, find someone that can help you do that. You know, at this point, I, I look at my growth numbers on a weekly basis. I report to my performance group on a quarterly basis and meet with them and I adjust them and I, I have to answer to them, you know, why are your margins down? Why did you spend so much on, on office furniture? Whatever, whatever they see. If you can't hold yourself accountable to make sure that your, your numbers are in line with your growth dreams, if you could find someone that can help hold you accountable, it would just make all the difference. I also create a dream board and a gratitude board. And I revisit that quarterly just to make sure I'm not losing sight of why I'm doing this. Why am I here? So that sounds like how you tap into your purpose that guides you so that you can do the business well. Can you give a tip on perhaps how anybody could do that, tapping into purpose to aid their leadership development? Um, again, I, I mean, I, I read a lot of books I love self-help books for business, and we actually read them as a group, which goes along with how I always feel about just surrounding yourself with smart people, and smart people write books. So I know I consider that also surrounding yourself with smart people. 
um, other successful business owners, trusted advisors that are a good fit for your goals and dreams. I'm, I'm, I'm a big dream person. You know, if you don't dream, you stop dreaming. You don't, you don't have anywhere to go, you know? So oh, that's true. It might, sound, it might sound a little hokey, but it's just how I live my life. And, um, you know, if you're, if your trusted advisors, advisors aren't on, on board with you about helping you get what you're dreaming of, they're not the right person. That's absolutely true. You have to be very, very connected to that, uh, that client as, as a trusted advisor and the client has to feel connected to you as well. Uh, so Stephanie, what would be a third immediately useful idea, especially with regard to shaping a culture? I mean, you lead an organization, you lead multiple groups, really. What's been something that's been uh, immediately useful for you? As far as building a culture in my office, um, you know, I started the business with me. It was just me in a 10 by 10 room. And of course, not everyone's going to be like me, but I hire people like me. I always strive to be the boss that everyone wants to work for. And in doing that, I have hired a bunch of magnificent leaders And, you know, I hear it from other franchisees when we go to these conferences. Oh, my gosh, your team is amazing. How did you find all these people? And I just, you know what? I just kind of put it out there. And we have people come into the office, um, anybody, you know, are people that are interviewing for a position or um, one of my trusted advisors. And everyone comes in and says, wow you can just feel the energy in this office. What a lovely place to work. And and that has made all the difference. So at this point, I'm slow to hire and quick to fire because of course I've made mistakes. We all make mistakes. And now, you know, I've got it right. I mean, it took time, but mm-hmm. you know, that's how I find the right employees. I just, I make sure they enter an environment that is welcoming and we are exemplifying what we expect in our employees and and it works it really works and it's it, it's fun to see you know just to know that we just have these amazing people with solid hearts and and i would say every manager of each of my offices runs their office as if they own it and that's that's hard to find absolutely well the time has been going by here. Are there some final thoughts that you'd like to share with us about the pivotal role that leading into your purpose plays in being a successful business leader? I, I would say it's so easy to get overwhelmed and tired when the growth and the success doesn't come as quickly as you hoped that it would. But leaning on the people that love and support you and won't let you give up is the thing that will help push you through and and find success. It may not happen overnight. It certainly didn't for me. It took some time, but it's so worth it. The effort is just so worth it. Well, thank you, Stephanie. We really appreciate you sharing your insights with us today. Well, thank you. This has been this has been fun. And thanks to you out there who are listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To check out resources related to today's conversation, share on social media, Find out about upcoming episodes, read Stephanie's bio, or open a conversation with us. 
And to access our poll, go to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 121. Until next time, this is Pam Harper. And Scott Harper. Wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to consider. So what is your purpose? And how can you live into it every day to guide you as a leader? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio are service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses, including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated, are prohibited. All rights reserved.